0: You're listening to the Collab Talk Podcast, episode 58 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with Office Apps and Services MVP, Christina Wheeler. <laughs> Hey, this is Christian Buckley doing another MVP Buzz Chat interview, and I'm here with Christina. Hello.
1: Hello. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. Christina, for folks that don't know you, uh, why don't you introduce yourself, where you are, what you're doing, all that kind of stuff.
1: Christina Wheeler. I live in Bonair, Georgia, which is south of Atlanta. I do not live in Atlanta. I'm near Macon. Warner Robbins Air Force Base. So
0: minutes away from from Atlanta. From uh,
1: <laughs> that's what people seem to think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every, everything's a five ten minute drive from Atlanta, right?
1: Yeah. You Yeah.
0: <laughs> slightly slightly bigger you know state than that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, I'm a solution architect. I have a big strong SharePoint background. I have an old school BI background, and um, I'm kind of oh look what I'm wearing today. Uh, kind of going back to my BI roots um but uh basically though you butthead uh say hi to hank <laughs>
0: yeah. i should point out that this is attempt number two in recording this because last time we had a lot of dog interaction happening hi,
1: hank. yeah we did and he's barking at him because he wants the phone and um because i just took hanks away come get it you come get it come get it so this is version two which um, I wore them out, but it was so hot out I had to freshen up, and of course, he, they were passed out.
0: And now uh, they're rested. The they're rested Wait. and ready to go again. That's right.
1: Yeah, not, oh, here, here's his bone. Oh, take it, take it, take it. Yeah, here's our butts. So uh, Connor has his bone. Hank has his. Yeah. But Hank wants Connor's. So, um, so anyways, I'm based in Middle Georgia, and it's extremely, extremely hot today. Um, humidity, and I can't get my house to cool down. So if you see me sweat at all, you'll
0: know why. Uh, it's definitely the pressure that uh, of recording one of these, you know, very uh, demanding uh, interviews. Yes. Well, that's right. Well, I, so I know you and I have known each other for a long time, and and we we're I mean I, I consider you one of the the old guard of the the SharePoint world as well. So I I think I met you at. SharePoint Conference 2009. You were at that one, weren't you?
1: Goodness. Um,
0: if yeah. I didn't, I met you in early 2010. So through the various SharePoint Saturdays and other other events and stuff, because we've seen each other for yeah. I'm like
1: visioning in my head. Um, yeah, gosh, it's been a well, long all the long. SP
0: TechCon's, of course, and and uh, so I started going to all that in in 2010 as well, and so go, going back quite quite a while. But uh, yeah, so Christina is one of the, these. People that uh, you know for a long time. I'll say this out. You know, props your way is that that you know Christina sessions always were jammed packed, always full rooms, and it was one of those people who were like, like, wait, wait, Christina, how come you're not an MVP yet? You know, so so how long have you been an MVP now?
1: Oh, only uh, I just got awarded the second time. I'm bribing him with cheese, by the way. <laughs>
0: um, but- yeah, second time. It's like that's one of those where there's a few folks that are like that where you just think, like, why did it take so long and And, and that's part of the uh, enigma that is the MVP uh process, the uh the award, where you know for for those of us that are in the yeah. uh, the community yeah. and uh, speaking at conferences and do a lot of user groups that are traveling the country and the world doing events, and there are certain people we see over and over and over again. And, you know, it, it, it uh, so I was happy that you finally became an MVP. You. So, you know, what you
1: I, I, I do what I love and yeah. to be honest, it was never, it was never a goal of mine to become an MVP. Now I'm grateful. I am one now, but I just, I do what I love. I have a passion to teach and share knowledge and, um, I'll never forget which one was it? Oh, I'll never forget when I did my first SharePoint Saturday, you're going to see me fumbling with cheese. Um, I did my first SharePoint Saturday, Virginia. Virginia, no, I can't remember, but it was all department of a lot of DOJ people that what were was DC?
0: Was it one of the DC events?
1: No, it was Virginia, but the border. Um, it was SharePoint Saturday. It was my first one speaking at it. I was nervous, I was shaky. Um, and it was uh, an interesting one because a lot of the audience didn't laugh for anybody's sessions. <laughs> so a lot of the speakers started playing crickets. Uh, we had put crickets on our phone, or we had the app to do the sound, so the speakers would all be laughing, yeah. and, and of course, no one else would be laughing. And so that's when I had my first taste of, a, you know, a DOJ audience.
0: That's was that the best practices conference, or was it a Sherwood? Sure no, that
1: somewhere? was another one, though.
0: Yeah, yeah that was another happening. one. Same region. Yep. S- same group of of uh, unfunny people, apparently, or or non non laughing people.
1: They're really nice, but when they're sitting in a session, they're extremely serious. So it was always my goal then, after that, to to if I can make DOJ people laugh, then I knew I did something right.
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. I was uh, I was expecting. I've done a, a couple audiences that were like that. I I went and I was doing a presentation in Nanjing in China, and and uh, it, it took after doing a couple jokes, where I was waiting and telling the audience, I just thought it could be a language thing. Were, no, their English was pretty good in that in that room. Okay. And uh, and I'm just uh, it, and I felt like they needed to like be let, you know, once they knew it was okay to be laughing that I was trying to be doing a bunch <laughs> of jokes throughout. And then they kind of warmed up around that. And sometimes that's what you have to do with the audience is, is just uh, kind of gauge that, uh, lighten it up sometimes.
1: Well, you know what? And it doesn't help that, like I said, that I was nervous. It was my first time. Um, But then I started getting involved with SharePoint Saturdays. And then I think, yeah, the best practices conference was one of my first paid conferences. Um, And just been going from there. Um, But I I fell in love with the community. Absolutely love the community. And I've been doing it ever since.
0: Well, you talked about this. I mean, you've been in the SharePoint space. You're still doing a bunch of SharePoint stuff, but you're you're getting more into your roots. So kind what are you focused on now? And, and has that changed what you're presenting on, talking about? Or is it just where kind of work or your interests are going that are shifting back to the Power BI world and, and uh, the, the data world?
1: So a lot of my sessions come from my real-world projects, um, things I've learned, uh, things I've implemented, stuff like that. And so I'm doing – I mean, I am doing a lot of Power BI sessions and power Apps. And then one session I'm starting to do a lot of is – is based on a customer project I did that um, was a painful project, which is why it became a very great session, because um, all the feedback I've been getting from this session is, thank you so much for showing us. This is what we're starting to get into. We're so glad to see that we're not the only ones that have issues. And, so, and that's my perspective on training, on t- presenting at conferences and everything. I like to bring what I've done and present it and help people learn uh, from that. And so I'm doing, you know, some of my sessions are on, um, you sit. <laughs> some of my sessions are on building overall solutions, which fits since I'm a solution architect, but, um, I'm getting heavily more involved in, in, Power BI. I love living in the Power BI world, but I still love building solutions. Uh, what I'm scaling back from is just doing SharePoint 24 seven. I mean, that's all I did before. Right. Um, but I left. You, you
0: were on the road, uh, a time and. And I know we we talked about no, the, our last the failed recording, but about yes. how you were you were out my direction. So I'm I'm down uh, south of Salt Lake City and you were – were you flying in here and driving up or were uh, you – Well, about,
1: I was uh, going to Idaho Falls.
0: Oh, Idaho Falls, customer. right.
1: And the, the thing is, is that you always have to connect in Salt Lake, which, by the way, I do love the Salt Lake Airport. Um,
0: yeah. uh, totally getting better. It's going to be fantastic once it's all built out. So it launches – Late next year, I think.
1: Okay. Well, you guys, mm-hmm. there's some good food in there. And you know, I'm very picky about food. Yeah. Um, but uh, so the times that I drove is when I would fly in and my bag somehow did not make the flight. And I had no choice but to wait. And I'll never forget the last time I was supposed to get in at four o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't get into Idaho Falls till 4 a.m. because you have limited flights. So I ended up renting a car and just driving from Salt Lake. Um, that's when I discovered some cool spot cause I was starving. So midnight, 1am, yep. and then I'm driving down to Idaho falls in the life of a consultant, right? I stopped at a rest stop, slept an hour, showed up and then slept another hour and then was on the client at the client site.
0: I was Woo-hoo! wrecked. There, I and, and for those that have never done that drive from Salt Lake up, there's, uh, there's long stretches of nothing. Yep. Very it's long. Very hard to stay
1: awake if it's good. in the middle of the night and you're driving.
0: Right. In fact, I mean, there's there's pretty much some activity up from Salt Lake to Ogden. And above that, past Logan, which is off to the east, and kind of you skip by it, there's nothing until oh. you get to Idaho Falls. There's, there's literally nothing. There's little townlets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't you know? even remember what I saw. I just know I, my goal was to get there and not fall asleep on the road. And I made it. But I did remember... Uh, messaging the customer, letting them know that, hey, FYI, I'm, I'm flying. Here's the
0: state the I will be in, I'm, yes.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm on my way, but I'm stopping at a rest stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, very nice. Well, I, so, I mean, so talking about some of the shift and some of the interests. Uh, so, I know you're doing the other Microsoft conferences. Um, so, yeah, so, why don't you talk about that? Like, what did, what did you present at the, the most recent?
1: So, I did the business Microsoft Business Application Summit, and I did a two-hour Power BI workshop and I did a my first theater session on power apps and the, the theater I was nervous about doing a theater session especially with having ADD I'm thinking all oh, all oh, the noise around I don't know if I can do this and it actually actually went really well I timed it perfectly and I was okay with the the uh, you know background noise um techorama I did a beginning intro to developing apps for teams and what else I think I did an intro to power up session but I'm, I'm doing more. I'm going more of the business, uh, you know, business platform conferences and dev conferences. I'm also going back to my dev roots. Um, I'm starting to get heavily involved. I've been working on uh, writing some custom visuals for Power BI, because it's based on customer requirements, and I'm really enjoying that. Of course, you know that was a bit of a you know learning curve for me because you know it's just it's I'm used to developing for SharePoint. Um, But I love it, absolutely love it. And then I'm getting into the whole app templates and and getting into into the team stuff. So, you know, what I've been doing, I think, is kind of figuring out where I want to spend a lot of my time right now. And that's where I'm enjoying it. But I will say that the these conferences have been great. I'm also been dealing a lot with dynamics. So some of the conferences have been, you know, Power BI or you know, BI and dynamics, you know, focused.
0: Have you been working a lot with, with customers? I mean, you see an uptick in customer activity around each of those?
1: Yes, F and o. Um, a lot of customers are, you know, they, they either go Salesforce or they're going dynamics, you know, financials and operations. Um, but what I'm seeing is a lot of customers are saying, Hey, we have office 365. We have these manual processes We're using dynamics, you know, we have this, we have that, can you automate us, can you make our business process better? And that's what I've always enjoyed doing. And that's what I'm doing now. Um, that's what I've done in the past, even on different platforms. But I love, you know, saying, you know, seeing what manual processes customers are still doing, surprisingly, and helping them integrate solutions that's going to help better their business.
0: What What are some examples of that, that, uh, you know, common problems that you're seeing at multiple clients?
1: So, um, some customers are still heavily on paper trails. Yeah. I'm seeing a lot of that. So one of the customers of the projects I did was they you know, they are a big ski resort and they have these vendor requests that come in and it was all paper, email and paper. And so I automated that. I used SharePoint as the data platform side. I used Power Apps as the input for the data. And then once, so they would get a vendor request. I would also use Flow. So they'd get a vendor request. A Flow would um, trigger to send off the notification to the approver. The approver then would go in, validate everything. And if they accepted it, then in the flow, if it's a new vendor request, it would create the new vendor record in Dynamics. And if it was updating an existing record, it had the other action in flow to update the record. So that's, you know, kind of the processes that I've been implementing. But it's just.
0: You know, with all the talk about, uh, you know, the digital transformation, I mean, that's that's the nuts and bolts of what it actually looks like. Because even companies, as you say, customers that already have like. All of the products that are out there, but they yeah. then still have these, you know, ancient processes and uh, and just the things that work just fine. Um, but now they've got the, the the tools to be able to go in there and automate a lot of those those activities, and that's what a lot of digital transformation is all about. And,
1: and what I'm finding is the customers have the products, but they don't know how they don't know how to tie it all together. Right. And so that's where I come into place, and other consultants, you know, like me and you, come in and say, okay, you know what. You have the products. Now let me show you how we can build this. Let me build the solution for you and then show you how to support it and everything.
0: Right. Well, I mean, that's the the, the, the key there is that being, you think like everybody knows how to use Word and Excel and yet when you actually look at, there's data, there's telemetry behind it. Microsoft is well aware of, you know, what is actually being used. It's something like 10% of the features in Excel are being used on average and there's so many other things. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, one-off, you know, kind of niche you know, features that are there. Is very powerful, but it's just like all these other solutions. We have it, we're doing kind of mainstream collaboration, a lot of, you know, employee onboarding, uh, adoption and engagement activities. It's all about training, just making people aware of, hey, did, were you aware that it could also go and do this?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and I, I love the wow factor that I still always get. Um, even from the SharePoint side, when I used to do SharePoint training, I would go in and I would show them these things. And I'm like, wow, Christina, this is amazing. And I laugh and I said, guys, I'm not even scratching the surface on what I'm showing you right now. And then a lot of my work I get is from just training. Because I train, they realize, you know, they they look at, wow, we really, we thought we knew SharePoint or we thought we knew this or Power BI or that. And then they realize they are, you know, they have a lot to learn, and so that's what I love doing—is going in and helping both on the training side and the implementation, and building—you know—solutions. These guys. I hope they don't get sick. I'm literally going through a whole bag of cheese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? Dogs love cheese. Cheese. <laughs> They're probably going to
1: get constipated.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, well, that, there's that could go wrong. Yeah.
1: Just sit, sit. Tmi, Tmi, Christina. I'm, 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 I'm such a huge. I say way too much. <laughs>
0: That's well, so what we were talking before we started started recording. So you've got your your big dogs. I grew up with big dogs. I my I had Airedale uh, Terriers, and I I love. In fact, when my kids were little, my youngest was a year old or just less than a year old. Um, we bought a a dog. It was a puppy. She was half Great Dane, half Mastiff.
1: Huge. I mean, both so, of those dogs are right. big dogs.
0: So she, but she inherited the. Uh, so the narrowness of the the Great Dane, even though tall, yeah, and uh, and then was uh, had the more of the height of the Mastiff, so looked like a shorter, more petite Great Dane. Um, so she took on like the the Lesser's, but still a huge dog. I'm sure bigger than you know either of your dogs there.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, just it was going to be giant. Um, but yeah,
1: those are giant but, dogs. My dogs are big dogs, but oh, no Great Danes. Yeah. Those giant ones. Yeah.
0: But she, uh, but my wife was not not grew up with cats. I don't understand cat people. Sorry if the people out there. That... Uh, I
1: had two cats upstairs. It's had to, since Kiana was younger, and I yeah. don't know how long cats live, but I don't even know. I lost count on what their age are.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. I'm a, a dog person, but the uh, yeah. So so now we we took us fifteen years to convince my wife to get another dog, and we went and did rescues with both of ours, and and uh, so we've got the the mini pin. Uh, jack russell terrier mix and then a year later we picked up uh it's a cairn terrier chihuahua mix and they're they're a handful
1: your dogs are cool, dogs are cool. oh yeah they're,
0: they're they're cute they're they're uh they're a lot of fun and for working at home and you know i'm not traveling as much i'm doing more video it's great to have the companionship especially you know we're like uh, briefly oh, yeah. now not an empty nester again but we're empty nesters my son is back but you know they're they're leaving in in less than a month i've got a nephew here as well and they're moving in together with friends down in the house for you know for the school for the fall and so it would be my wife and i who goes to school and works full time so the dogs around is it's great
1: oh no I, well if that's why i have two dogs because you know the whole emptiness thing speaking of emptiness my daughter yeah. 24 today Woohoo! So we need, happy birthday, Kiana.
0: Happy birthday.
1: Big old 24. She lives, you know, two hours away. So I'm not yep. really here today, but she is. That's um, close
0: enough that when you need to be near mom to go see mom, far enough away to, to uh, have some space.
1: <laughs> so my rescue is so well behaved. And my Labrador, I love him dearly. He's eight. Man, he's a thorn in my side. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a thorn in my side. Um, well, what's,
0: uh so so as far as you know, people being able to find you, they want to find out more about you and what you're doing, What you know, where can they find you out in the interwebs? So,
1: sure, I need to change my domain since I don't just do SharePoint, but right now it's SharePointWheeler.com. Um, I have always lists, speaking of that, I got to update it with another event, um, but I have, you go to events and then you'll be able to see what are all my upcoming um, conferences that I'll be speaking at.
0: Yep, so, which I, I need always, to. Man, I need to uh, update my list as well. Of course, you can go to like MVP.Microsoft.com and look for Wheeler. You can find her that way. Well, um, you know,
1: and it's funny because I kind of did that for myself too. Because people go, "Oh, what do you have going on next?" I'm like, "Oh, wait, let me check." And I just yeah. pull up my blog um, site and go to events. And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, look, this is what I have going on."
0: That's that's the number one reason why I, I do it. So I and I maintain it on one one location on one site. You know, yeah. not have it i don't have to update multiple lists multiple locations but yeah yeah it's same thing
1: yeah. well
0: That's cool. It. Well, christina it was great to finally be able to connect with you and and chat
1: yeah thank you
0: and yeah. we'll uh I'll, I'll see you when i <laughs> when i see you i don't know well see you. Uh, you, yeah
1: uh, and i'll let you know when i can head back to i mean what i've been doing the past few days is stuff for inl so i'll let you know when i come back to idaho falls <laughs> and then i'll just yeah. kind of
0: come thanks. do the drive again yeah
1: and then uh, i'll make sure this next time we actually can connect with salt lake yeah no worries
0: <laughs> we can spend an afternoon in lagoon do some rides yeah that
1: would be cool yeah absolutely all
0: right we'll talk to you
1: soon thanks bye